Have you listened to anything new lately? Um, I have not. Have you? I started listening to a science podcast on NPR, um, but I got too depressed because they were talking about science. Welcome to Talking to Todd, a weekly podcast with Dwayne Johnson and Todd Prince, where failure is always an option. Thanks for joining us. Hey, Todd. Hey, how's it going? Pretty good. How are you? You know, just uh, just another week. How's the undisclosed location? It's mostly fine. We'll probably talk about that later. <laughs> It is. It's all in one piece. It's a little smoky, but other than that, yes, it's it's uh, it's okay. perfectly fine. <laughs> okay. I um, I saw some pictures on Facebook, and I was a little worried there. So you were worried. I was really worried. I'm here. <laughs> uh huh. I I'm looking at the rundown. I'm like, oh my lord, there's a ton of stuff in here. We probably ought to just go straight to feedback and updates. Reminder: send your feedback to feedback at talking to Todd.com, you know, text it to Todd or me or hit us on Facebook or, or any of our other feedback channels. I would, um, I, this up? week I wouldn't try Twitter, but that's, that's a whole other thing. <laughs> you, you were going to try Twitter, but then it was down. I'm just saying, you if anybody wants to account that I don't know about, if anybody wants to send us Bitcoin, uh, I, I've got an account or two that I've, I've got a good investment opportunity. Oh, that's good to know. That's handy. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just showed up. So did you get any feedback this week? Uh, did I get any feedback? No, I have, I have, I have feedback, but I, I did not receive any. So did, did okay. we have any, do we have any external feedback? Uh, external feedback. Um, we got some notes from Mark Felderman, his son-in-law actually played Australian rules football. Of course he did. So, um, Mark didn't offer him up as a guest. Did he say whether he played the wombat position or the kangaroo position? He did not designate a position. Mm, yeah. Yeah. I can see why. Maybe he played left out. <laughs> trust, trust me. I played That's generally le- the position that I played. I was going to say, trust me. Uh, my entire athletic career was spent playing left out. And and you're trying to make that joke, but you were you were on the uh, in our freshman high school basketball team. You were like on the second or third string. I was on the sixth string. And you think sixth? How many basketball teams have six strings? Very few. And why? Uh, because uh, that's a minute thirty of playing time every fourth game. So uh, anyway. I think there was. I think there was games I went to. I didn't even. I, I, I dressed, but I didn't actually even have a uniform on because I wasn't going to need it anyway. There was a running challenge when we were seniors for the three of us that sat down on the end of the bench and never played about whether or not you would go out in your warmups without your uniform on underneath it. <laughs> Particularly, you know, if it was you know Humboldt or Webster City or 
some someplace that we absolutely knew we weren't going to see the court. Well, we can ask Greg High about that if we can get him to come on as a guest in August. Yeah, that sounds like a great pitch. Hey, Greg, do you want to come on uh, come on our podcast and talk about not playing high school basketball as a senior? <clears throat> probably should uh, <laughs> probably not lead with that as part of the invitation. <laughs> so, uh, Greg, what uh, what uh, what visiting stadium had the softest uh, seat to sit on at the end of the bench? Yeah, see, well, that, that's not what we should do. <laughs> so, where did you pick up the least splinters? Because I have my favorite gym where I picked up the most splinters. Where did you pick up that? Right. Yes. Yes. We could have that conversation. But you're right. I don't know that we want to lead with it. The dangerous thing here is, is that you can have that conversation uh, because uh, the, the the clear comeback, if I ask that question is, well, I can I can tell you uh, playing at, uh, at least sitting on the bench at home was uh, was was the worst place to be. And I would say, why? And then it would be, well, because I could hear you play your stupid tuba in the pep band. So when we're on the road, I got a break from that. <laughs> See, I'm not, I'm, I'm just doing both sides of the conversation. <laughs> I found, oh, I wonder if I can, um, hold on. There's a, there's a song that I heard so many times and now haven't haven't heard for 30 years and uh yeah yeah that clearly was not us playing that right that was somebody else no it was a virginia marching band thing. Oh, some, somebody that knows um, what they're doing yeah okay yeah but um that so like you the issues that i had with it the woodwinds the woodwinds were a little light and the drum solo was not mike ireland and needed to be his drum solo was so much better. Not wrong there. Like that was just like, just take it away, Mike. We'll just just give us a nod when you want us to come back in. Yep. We'll just we're just hanging out for an eight count. Go go nuts. <laughs> so yeah, I ran across that this week. So Todd will enjoy that, especially as we were just talking about Pet Band. I'm like, oh hey, I can find that quick. Look at that. We worked it in. That wasn't even in the rundown. <laughs> Because uh, somehow we were talking about Australian rules football, and this thing went this thing went way off the rails. <laughs> oh, we we went to left out, and then we went to oh, sitting yeah, on the yeah, bench. Yeah, 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 yes, yeah. That's that's where we went. Yeah. Oh, sweet lord! I don't know how I'm going to cut this back together. Sarah Judson Brown enjoyed our discussion of movie titles, or um, you know, boring ways to describe movies. Yeah. The first one that we were stumped on the about the lady and her cat. Okay. It's alien. That's alien. I, oh, I totally. Okay. Sure. Right? I'm like, oh, yeah. Duh. Yeah. Totally blanked on that. Yeah. She had a couple of, she had a couple of suggestions. Uh, let's see if you can come up with this one. A secretary takes a long lunch break and a shower. Uh, nope. That, that would be psycho. Okay. That would be a very, very, very boring way to describe psycho. Yeah. Okay. So, yep, I enjoyed that. That, 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 that was pretty good. Um, uh, the other one, uh, I think you'll get this one. There's lots and lots of sand and people walk funny. Yeah, I got Sandiest nothing. movie ever made. Not Ishtar. Uh, Lawrence of Arabia? Uh, second sandiest movie ever made. <laughs> Greece. Oh, different kind of sandy. <laughs> nice. That's funny. Um, their eyes got blue. 
I get, I get, I get one occasionally. Sorry, what was that? <laughs> Their eyes got blue. Uh, no, no, no. I got nothing. Uh, Dune. Oh yeah, the book was so much better. Have I read it? No. Have I seen it? No. I just know that from uh, from reading stuff that anytime people bring up the uh, the movie, you're like, ah, I just didn't do the book justice. I didn't read the movie. I I, did, I didn't read the movie. <laughs> yeah. <Jesus. laughs> I did actually read a movie the other night. I watched something with subtitles, but that's not that's not this movie and not this case. So let's see what else. Oh, speaking of reading, she agrees that Oxford commas are important. They have their time, place, and purpose with a comma in there. Why am I starting to think that Sarah's putting in more effort into our podcast than I am? <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. Uh, let's see. Nope. And that was, well, I guess if we, if we apply a negative sort to the feedback, Amy told me over dinner tonight, yeah, I still haven't listened to the second half of the London one and I haven't driven to work in the last week. So I haven't listened to last week's either. So my wife is two weeks behind (laughs) in the podcast, just two weeks behind in the podcast. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I have not, you know. We haven't jumped in the car together and and forced her to listen either. So there you go. You know, at this rate, you could you 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 can just start putting the stuff back in that you cut out because you're like, ah, Amy probably's not probably shouldn't hear that. You just put that back in. I don't check with her anyway. <laughs> Six weeks uh, from now, she's gonna walk into the room and go, "What?" And you're like, "Huh?" And she's like, "I'm just catching up." And you're like, "Oh." She's like, "I can't believe you left that in." And then you're gonna have to be like, "Can you be more specific? Which episode are we referring to?" <laughs> uh so that's all the uh external feedback that we got you had some updates um yeah just just some this is this is yeah more more updates here uh let's see so the by the way the the google money my half the google money yeah it's still in status and i haven't emailed the guy because you know i had stuff to do i'm just i'm hoping that the interest that we're going to get accrued on this that i'm going to get you know the eleven dollars and one cent you know you let this go for another week or two and really you know make sure the interest is is up there. Yeah, maybe maybe you can get to $11.02 like I did. Yeah. Maybe that's where I screwed up. I should have waited a couple of weeks. Maybe I could have gotten to $11.03. That would have been something. Just a couple of follow-ups that hit me this week. Uh, number one, because twice this week, I, I was drinking I was drinking some nice iced tea. Per our conversation earlier uh, in, in the podcast history, I, I get a bottle, I fill it with water, I put a couple of... Uh, sweet tea uh tea bags in it put the top back on it and put it in the refrigerator and the next day i have great tasting tea so what i'm going to say is and i know i know it was it was very controversial about the sun tea versus cold tea or whatever uh i'm just here i'm just here to say making cold tea it tastes great it's very easy you you just throw it in leave it overnight or whatever next day you have tea uh, it's, it's, you don't even have to worry about how do I need to bring it in? It's just, it's in the fridge. It's fine. So, uh, cold tea, really, I don't, if nobody else got anything out of, out of that entire conversation when we had it before I did. And so, um, I'm enjoying that in that vein Yeah. in terms of, uh, I guess the kitchen corner or I don't know. Anyway, have you ever made corn on the cob in the microwave? You, you know, you know, corn on the cob grows. <laughs> it's, it's, it's not made in the microwave, right? Sorry. Have you, you ever cooked <laughs> Oh, okay. Have you ever, I don't know what you're doing, but that ain't right. <laughs> have you ever, excuse me, 
Mr. Pedantic. Have you ever cooked corn on the cob in the microwave? Not that I can remember. Although, to be completely honest, the number of times that I've cooked corn on the cob in my entire life is probably pretty slim. So I may not be the person to ask. <laughs> Generally, it's it's quite a process, right? I mean, you got to shuck all the corn, take all the strings off and everything, and then boil the water. And it takes it takes quite a long time in terms of process and prep and cook and, and everything. If you just take the ear of corn as it is, and you know, I can run down, get it off of the truck in the morning for Grime Sweet Corn, and just put full ear, everything on it, in the microwave, cook it for three minutes, then you you cut off the thick end, and the rest of it just slides straight out, and it is amazing. Three minutes, one ear in the microwave. You will never cook corn on the stove again, particularly when it's just Amy and I eating and you know, we just need two ears of corn. We don't need a dozen or something. It is the easiest thing and really great way to cook sweet corn in the microwave. Three minutes. There you go. Now was Dwayne's cooking corner. I'm just going to say that's, by the way, great tip. My thought is if anybody's listening to this podcast for cooking tips, <laughs> oh, oh, oh dear. Are you in the wrong place? Yeah, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Pers- yeah. They're not exactly coming here for for accurate and uh, helpful tech tips either, for that matter. That's true. That's that's so true in so many ways. <laughs> um, Sorry. Okay. <laughs> so the last bit of follow-up that I had was we talked about in a previous episode uh, about NFL teams were looking at potentially charging people to come and tailgate in parking lots, even if they couldn't let them into the stadiums. Do you remember that discussion? I do. Yeah. I'm still, I'm still stunned by that. But So with that conversation in mind, there was a story on pro football talk on NBC Sports on July 15th. He's talking about... Oh, this is... This is sorry, this is a story that uh, he's, he's paraphrasing from uh, the Buffalo News. Uh, that the Orchard Park Town Board discussed how to regulate what are they going to do with with opening up the parking lots. And the problem is, it's not just the stadium parking lots, but uh, Buffalo has, I guess, an amazing tailgating scene with lots and lots of private parking lots near the stadium open. Here is the quote that sums up this entire thing, however, because this is the thing in Buffalo. Quote, We've had a difficult enough time getting people to not jump through flaming tables, Flynn said. I have concerns about our ability to enforce mask wearing in that sort of environment. (laughs) We can't get people to stop jumping through flaming tables. Trust me, they're not going to care about masks. Doesn't the flame of the table kill the coronavirus? Aren't they they fine anyway? Wear a mask. Oh, we're lucky they're even wearing clothes. <laughs> exactly. My, my thought is, though, can you imagine in Buffalo, and I've seen video of this, like like literally they, they set tables on fire and then people jump off of cars and bust through them, sort of professional wrestling style. And my Why? thought is... Never, never mind. Sorry. Your thought is... <laughs> I'm just like, I mean, you, you, you've gone tailgating... Uh, at least once because I went with you, you went tailgating at, uh, for a Hawkeye game, right? So, um, 
you packed up the car, you drove over, we did a little tailgating, then we went to the went to the game, right? Um, right. Did, yes. Did you what what was on like how much stuff did you have to take just to go tailgating? Like what was what was on the packing list if you can remember? Well, it was basically an entire picnic. Yeah. I mean, we didn't we didn't break out a grill or anything, which I know is standard fare for a lot of people. Um, but we packed sandwiches and drinks and a card and a, a card table, right? And probably tablecloth and you know some camp chairs to be able to to sit around and and hang out for a while before we walked over. Uh, sometimes you take a football, you know. Yeah, that's yeah, also standard, right? And then, you know, as you move up, right, some people, a lot of people bring a grill. You got a grill, maybe some propane to go with the grill or charcoal, whatever. Some people bring a TV, right? So you can right. watch. We discussed that. Watch right. the we discussed early, that last week. Yeah. Right. Yes. Either watch the early games or watch the actual game, right? Uh, once you start getting, you know, big time, you might even bring like a, like a tent, like a, like a, like a 10 by 10 tent that you take to soccer matches or whatever, right? So you can be protected from the sun right. and all of that. At what point in your tailgating checklist do you say, bring large wooden table to set on fire and jump through? Like, <laughs> like after you've loaded all that crap <laughs> that you're going to use, then you're like, uh, we're going to need to take the truck. Because <laughs> we got to, we got to, we got to go. And my other thought is, are, are you going out and buying tables? Like, there's, there's eight home games a year. Like, do you have to, that's a good question, right? If it's a group of people tailgating together, does everybody bring a table to set on fire and jump through each game? Or is it like, uh, like when your kid played soccer and, you know, you were in charge of, uh, you were in charge of orange slices one week, but instead you, this week you're in charge of a table that we can set on fire and jump through. I, I, I don't know how any of that works, but. George, did you bring the table net this week? No, I thought you were supposed to bring the table. <laughs> now we don't have a table to jump through. <laughs> well, now what are we going to do? Uh, <laughs> well, I guess we're going to have two next game. Oh, man. I was really looking table. forward. <laughs> Can we set your truck on fire? No. Well, maybe. I don't know. We'll see. Okay, so speaking of trucks... This is a good segue. Yeah, yeah. How's your truck? It's good. It's good. Fits in the uh, fits in the garage. I bought a truck. Yeah. Um, Does this mean that I have to move so that you can help me? Well, here's the thing. Thought about that. (laughs) So I'm more than happy to show up with my truck and help you move. Best case scenario, it gets 22 miles to the gallon. (laughs) So. If you just cover gas, I'll come and help move. <laughs> oh, You're going to need some notice. It's not like you can just drive across town. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna, I'm going to need I'm going to need a couple of days. And uh and probably an address. So <laughs> <laughs> That's always helpful. That's something you didn't have before. It's did not have that before. So yeah, yeah, a couple of days and an address and uh and some gas money. So so in our in our rundown, uh this is actually covered by uh, the, the title of this uh, area is Car Dealers Suck. Um also known as I bought a truck. 
no offense to any car dealers out there who might be listening. Sure. Yeah. That's okay. Some, some, some offense to car dealers out there who might be listening. You know what? Maybe I should make to that point. The most of the car dealers I dealt with suck. I didn't deal with everybody. So yeah. How about that? M- most car dealers suck. We can live with that. Is that, yeah. is that a, yeah, yeah. We'll just, is that a collegial compromise you could live with Todd? I think, I think so. You know what? I think, I think I could live with that. Yeah. Yeah. It's probably not a good point to argue. Yeah. So, so nobody in my, <laughs> I, I don't know if this is good or bad because, because uh, uh, nobody in my family uh, thinks I should own a truck. <laughs> they're just like, you show them you're you're not a truck guy <laughs> it's like well really come on haven't haven't had a haircut since february so uh sure i can i can, I can let my hair grow and buy a truck but uh but along the same lines uh, we we we've also we don't have it yet but we have we have purchased an rv uh a trailer a travel trailer and uh which which we talked about earlier in the podcast and <laughs> the triangle of size and and price and and quality and we 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 solved the triangle as best we could and we bought an rv trailer but turns out that that trailer was not going to be able to be pulled by my subaru legacy car (laughs) um which meant well the car had to go and a well i mean it probably could but not for long and (laughs) mostly mostly downhill so uh, we needed we needed to acquire a vehicle that could pull this thing, and that that meant going to car dealers. And um, man, I just I just don't enjoy if if you buy a car. I, I think for most people, a car is probably the second largest the second largest financial purchase they make in their life. I I think for for most people, yeah, I'd agree with that. And it's 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 second, third, somewhere in there, right? Um, for that to to. In theory, you'd be like, "Man, this this should be a thing," and I just you just don't look forward to it. I mean, from the time that you drive in and uh, and all of the people are just standing outside staring at you, and then the one guy starts walking over before the car's in park, and you're like, "Oh man, this is this is this is what fish feel like," and like when sharks are around, right? Like <laughs> it's just oh, fresh meat. I gotta go get this one. Like, okay, hey buddy, hey buddy, hey buddy. Hi. Hey, you know, how's it going? If I did it more often, I might be better at it. I mean, we're at the point right now where we've replaced two cars in three years, and and so I, I'm comfortable having gone through the process several times recently. But before that, it'd probably been I don't know seven eight years since I bought a car, and I I I didn't miss it. Nope, didn't miss it. Well, and the. The problem is, is that, I mean, I know all the parts I don't want to deal with, so I just don't, which comes off sometimes as pissy. So went, went to one dealer and, uh, and, and drove, well, you know what an 18 wheeler is, right? Like, you know, a semi, um, this wasn't that, but it might've been like a 14 wheeler. <laughs> was, was it a dually? It was actually, it was not, but, uh, it was, uh, okay. it, <laughs> It was a it was a Nissan Titan, and uh, holy crap! Like that that was uh, that that was that was an experience. Um, Full size. That's truck. a whole lot of truck. That's that's a that's a whole lot of truck. I'm pretty sure the engine in that weighs more than my Subaru car did. So um, 
So that one we kind of rolled out and then, uh, and then looked at another one and was like, okay, that's great. Move on to the next dealer. Told them what we were looking for. Great. Found one for us. Only had one. Great. Let's go take a test drive. Okay. Hey, quick question before we jump in this. How much does this truck cost? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, it's so smooth, shifty. Oh, okay, okay, cool, 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 cool. All right, let's get in driving. Hey, how do you think it drives nice? Whatever, blah, blah, blah. You like the radio? Yeah, hey, how much does this thing cost? Oh, yeah. Uh, did you notice the power window on the driver's side? That's nice. Oh, okay, okay. <sighs> if you have to ask how much it costs. <laughs> Let me put it this way. This truck was not made in Germany. <laughs> so... This is not one of those occasions. This this was going way like I don't want to spend the money that you'd have to buy on a full size truck, nor do I want to drive a full size truck. I'm gonna drive. I'm gonna spend less money on a smaller truck. How much does it cost? I can't. Uh, I don't know. Let's not talk. So then, uh, then go sit down, sit down with the guy, and uh, I mean, basically got the what would it take for me to get you into this car today? Like, like. That's a joke, but that was close to what we got. So finally, Lisa's like, "Can you just tell us what the price of the truck is?" He's like, "Yeah, yeah. Let me, let me go, let me go, let me go talk to my manager." Oh my god! I, can you imagine if you went into the grocery store and you were like, "I don't know how much the apples are." Huh? That's weird. They're not labeled. Excuse me, sir. Can you tell me how much the apples are? Yeah, 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 yeah. I just got to go talk to my manager. <laughs> so, uh, so he goes into the glass. He goes into the glass office. You want, to take, you want to take a guess how long it took to get the initial offer from the time we sat down and said, how much is the truck until the piece of pa- the three pieces of paper got slid across the desk to us? 12 minutes? I, it was about 15 minutes to get the initial. Uh-huh. Wait, three pieces of paper? Yes, because the price of the truck, there is no price. There's just financing options. One of them, he pointed out, was I could get all of the rebates, all the rebates, all the incentives, all the money off. But I had to use, this is a Nissan truck. I had to use Nissan Finance. Okay, I expected that, right? That makes sense. Step one. Step two. This is what raises, this is some warning bells. You had to finance 100% of the truck. You couldn't put, you were not allowed to put any money down. Huh. That's weird. Number three, you had to keep the loan for a minimum of six months. After that, you can go shop and go get a better rate from someplace else. Now, do you think that they put what the interest rate is on that piece of paper? Of course not. No. No, um, this was a, I'm just going to, now we're going to play it. Now we're gonna have some fun here. Uh, this was a mid-sized, it's a brand new mid-sized Nissan pickup truck, which doesn't have a ton of options. Uh, last year's model year, but it's still new. If I went down that financing hundred percent for at least six months with all the incentives included, how much per month would you think that you would have to pay for that? a month. (laughs) And I looked at that 
and went, we're done here. And got up and walked out. Now, that was only one of the three options. By the way, the uh, the salesperson was like, wait, you said price. We can talk about this. And, uh, I mean, basically, uh, Lisa was – Lisa – uh, was very was like hey, you know sorry about that. I mean, she was nice to him because she felt like I was being a little mean to him. Uh, in my mind, what I saw was uh, I had a price in mind of how much this truck was going to cost, and what they were suggesting was so far apart from what I was thinking that there was no reason to do any negotiation. We got in the car, however, and I uh, knowing what the I, I didn't take pictures of any of the stuff, but just kind of glancing through and remembering all of it. I want to say that that program that was one of the financing options that you had to have for at least six months if you did it was charging uh, – I think we, we reverse calculated or calculated or whatever. I believe that program was charging you a 20, 29.95% interest rate on a car loan. <laughs> it would have been cheaper had I put it on a credit card. Wow. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't buy that one. No. Uh-huh. So. The, not the last car we bought, but the the car before that, we went to CarMax. Here's the price. Get yeah. your financing anywhere you want to. If you would like a car, we're happy to let you have a car. Here's what it is. I, it was, it was a fantastic buying experience, but it was like going to a grocery store and picking up an apple and saying, oh, $3.95 a pound. Fantastic. I yeah. know exactly what that is. We bought uh, we bought my BMW from CarMax. Um, yeah. And it's, here's the car. Here's the price. If you'd like to buy it for that price, we're more than happy to help you. If not, we understand. Thanks and have a good day. By the way, would you like a bottle of water? <laughs> I did. I did upset them, though, because at the uh, as they, you know, washed the car and everything and I went to pick it up, I said, by the way, one thing. <clears throat> Can you take the Carmax sticker off the trunk deck? <laughs> really? We did the same thing. Yeah, yeah. Look, I'm paying you. If you want your if you want to advertise on my car, we can talk some low monthly rates. <laughs> <sighs> yep, we're happy to hook you up with a financing deal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let me, let me go talk to my manager and see what kind of deal we can cut for you. Be back in fifteen. Stay. Yeah, stay put for fifteen minutes. <laughs> <laughs> so you did not go with a Nissan Titan. Well, um, the, I did not go with a Nissan Titan, the used Nissan Titan from the Toyota dealer. And I didn't go with a Nissan Frontier from the Nissan dealer. Yeah, that was, that was a no go. So then I, so then I kind of narrowed my focus and figured out what it is that I think I wanted to buy and uh, happened to be a, happened to be a Ford. So then I started looking around and, and looking at trying to find uh, a Ford, the, it's a it's a one of the new Ford Rangers. So there was a, we have a local Ford dealer, and then we have Ford dealers throughout the state. And the local Ford dealer, we went did a test drive, and he's like, "I can get anything for you in the state, right? Like I can, you know, just tell me we can we can get this down here, whatever." And I found one in the northern part of the state, and I asked him, "I'm like, hey, can you get this?" He's like, "Oh yeah, absolutely." And he's like, "Here's the price," and I'm like, "That's a thousand dollars more than what the other dealer." is charging for it. And he goes, yep. Would you like me to get it for you? No, 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 no. <laughs> no I, 
I can drive up there for a thousand dollars. Trust me. Yeah, yeah. I mean, make make it. There's probably a number in which I'm willing to trade me driving up there to get it to give you some money, but a thousand dollars to drive in within not the same that, state is not the number. Not that number. <sighs> then I then I found then I found the one that I ended up buying. Oh oh, by the way, also. Uh, not it's not just car dealers; it's car manufacturers because uh, Ford was uh, running ads everywhere. And oh, by the way, once you know, because they everybody tracks you on the web. Once you go to a car dealer's website, uh, all you see now are car ads on every single page. Uh, and the one I was getting was from Ford, and it said uh, seventy-two months zero percent financing on all models. Okay, cool. So then I go look at it and then it's like, okay, well, what would that be? It's 0% financing. I mean, that's free money or whatever. Okay, just 72. It's longer than I want, but it's free money. I mean, you know, whatever. And uh, and then you and then you go there and it's like, oh, your vehicle doesn't apply. And you go back to look at the ad but and it it's says like all. All vehicles. Just... Yeah. If you go to another portion of the ad uh, or a different place on the website, the ad says, see details, click. Oh, excludes and it lists half the models so when you say all you mean half interesting use of the word all if if only if only there were words in the english language that those advertisers could use to indicate some and not all but i don't know what that word would be so they're stuck using the word so then, so then I, I so then uh, it, it turns out. Well, if you get last year's model, you can get this deal. Okay, fine, fine, whatever. And I go figure the whole thing out, and I contact them, and I'm like, okay, here you go. And they're like, okay, let me let me generate a price for you. And the price that I get isn't what's on the website. And I say, and by the way, actually, I was doing this all over text messaging. Um, best way to buy a car. Just over text messages. You, you just, because that way when they say, I got to go talk to my manager, you're like, fine, it's a text message. Get back to me in 15 minutes, three hours. What do I care? Right? I'm not, I'm not sitting here. So the price isn't the same. I said, hey, here's the thing. You, I, I now understand. I get it now. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm wise to the tricks, right? If you do the, the corporate finance, you don't get the rebates and incentives. I see, because they're going to make their money one way or the other. And I get that. That's fine. On your website, you say dealer discount is this much money. And then you say incentives are this much money. I know I'm not getting the incentives, but I should get the dealer discount because it's a dealer discount. That makes sense. And the salesperson types back, oh, the dealer discount includes rebates that you're not eligible for if you finance it this way. Okay, so once again, there's a word to call out rebates. It's called rebates. <laughs> okay, so so now now I know what the price of the truck actually is going to be because, you know, that's like a state secret. Fine, you know what? Given what we're looking for, given and by the way, the clock is ticking because I have to buy a vehicle because I have an RV that I have to pick up before the end of July. So, um, I, like I have to make a decision at some point, the higher price, I don't love it. It's still probably a fairly decent deal. Okay, fine. Let's, okay, great. Let's just buy this. Fine. 
So then I, uh, then, then, then you have to, then you got to talk to the finance guy, but this is all, it's all virtual now because nobody's going into the dealer. That's fine. So I'm on the phone. He brings up the sheets and he's going, he's like, okay, so I'm going to sign into here and he can see the exact page I'm reading. And then when I electronically sign, he can see that I've signed it. So he can walk me through the paperwork. And he's like, yep, this is the normal standard, blah, 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 and blah, blah, blah. Oh, and that's just your, your, your normal sales contract. Just go ahead and click, you know, sign. I'm like, hold on. Uh, let's, let's go take a look at the look at fees. Oh, car dealer fees. Oh, my. Yeah. Yep. Are those a joy? Uh-huh. Yeah. Because they don't really tell you about them. They're just there, right? They're just fees. They're fees. I mean, you know, right? You just write it off. Actually, they write it off. They write it in. No, you, you know what they do? Mm. They fold those in. No, oh, they, they fold. fold yes, those they in. do fold those in, and they know exactly how to fold those in. So um, I'm looking at the fees, and there's a fee for theft recovery, and it's like 200 bucks. No, it wasn't even that. It was it, it was some sort of weird thing. It was like a service or something. And I said, "Hey, uh, question. Uh, yeah, sport. What's up?" Um. What's this? Uh, what's this? Two one ninety nine fee? It's like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Your car comes with theft. Pro- we we provide. We provide theft recovery protection for you. What is that? Well, if your car gets stolen, and they don't recover it, this program pays you an additional five thousand dollars on top of your insurance. Uh huh. What is this again? It's a theft recovery program. Okay, so first of all, it's a brand new car with uh, Ford Connect or whatever, so they can locate it anywhere. So actually, that's how they're going to recover it. This is an insurance plan. (laughs) In addition to insurance that I already pay on my truck. (laughs) So can you take that off? Oh, boy, nobody's ever asked that. I'm going to have to go talk to the sales manager. (laughs) Why is it always the sales manager? And I'm on the phone. So now I just have to wait. This was about five minutes. Hey, good news. Uh, Yeah, we can take that off for you. Okay. Are you sure? Nobody's ever taken this off. Uh Uh-huh. Take it off. And then, hey, what's this other thing here for $129? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we provide uh, you with uh, three uh, oil change, car washes, and tire rotations uh, anytime you buy from our dealership. So uh, we provide those for you, and that covers that. Now, this is the second time he said that they provide. They provide the theft protection, and they provide oil changes. I'm paying for these. So their description of, quote-unquote, they provide – is an interesting use of the English language and no use of the Oxford comma will fix any of that. <laughs> I did. I did actually, when I bought my Honda, one of the things that they offered, they didn't build it in, but they offered to me if I wanted it was lifetime oil changes. Huh, okay. Right. So for about that, so for like $200 up front, I have oil changes for the life of the car at any of the oh, dealerships. Dear. Oh dear. Anywhere in the country. I can recommend a couple not to get an oil change at, but that's a whole other that's a whole other segment. So the BMW dealer 
in Des Moines is one. So I don't have to go all the way back up to Ames where I bought the car. Um, there's actually several in the Des Moines area that I could choose from, but the BMW one is the closest. So I have free, not free. I mean, I paid for them, <laughs> but, paid. but I get four oil changes a year as part of this contract for however long I own the car. So I I will have my money back in two years and I got news for them. I will own the car for, well, the last car I owned for 12 years. Unless you decide to buy an RV and, and then all bets are off. They are going to lose money on me. I know they are going to lose money on me because <laughs> I am going to get my oil changed come hell, high water or coronavirus. And I have gotten my oil changed, even though I haven't put 5,000 miles on it in the last quarter. So I went and got my oil changed. Sir, you've put 200 miles on this car in the last three months. Yep. Change it. <laughs> change it. I've got a contract that says you're going to change it quarterly. You're going to change it quarterly. See, I thought you were going to say that uh, they offered you a deal. That you could get lifetime oil changes. You just pay $40 every time and you can do that for the life of your car. <laughs> it's a service they provide. <laughs> nice. Anyway, got through all of that and uh, and ended up buying the truck. And then and then the, the salesperson was nice enough because the, the truck was, was 300 miles away from where we are. So, uh, so uh, last last uh, last week, last Friday, uh, she she drove it halfway, and uh, we drove my trade in up there, and then we uh, we swapped cars in a parking lot and uh, and drove back. So there you go. Uh, I'm really hoping that uh, I don't have to deal with a car dealer uh, anytime in the near or medium or long future at this point. So. Uh, but we'll probably have more content about the truck. But bottom bottom line, there, pickup man. Do you like the truck? It's nice. It's nice. It is. Uh, it's it's considered a compact pickup. It barely fits in my garage, which makes it a compact pickup. <laughs> I've got I got a foot in, I got a foot in the front and a foot in the back, and that's and that's just that's all that fits. Um, it's nice. It drives well. It, it had a couple of packages I, I didn't need, um, but apparently all of them seemingly that I could find came with it. So I do have the off-road package with, with a bash plate under the front of the truck. <laughs> yeah, no, it's actually, it's, it's very nice. Uh, it, it, it feels like driving, uh, it feels like driving Lisa's um, SUV actually. So, um, so yeah, this will this will be good. It, it it doesn't it doesn't feel like driving a, a massive truck. Now, once I hook a twenty two foot trailer behind it, <laughs> tell you what, next week we'll talk about the RV because I got to go pick it up next week. Next fr- next week's episode could be completely different. Uh- <laughs> so just I and I don't know if you remember this or not, but back when I owned a pickup truck and I moved you multiple times. Yeah, thank you. It was indeed. A Ford Ranger. Oh, was it? Yes, it was. Oh. But it was the much smaller version yeah. of the Ford Ranger yeah. than what's on the market today. Yeah, the pocket version of it. Yeah. <laughs> this is... My my Ranger would fit in the bed of your <laughs> Ranger. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. What's, what's really telling on this pickup truck is that, you, that it's got the off-road package, and that does all sorts of other kind of stuff, but... <laughs> 
you would assume that the off-road package would lift the truck even higher off the ground for ground clearance. That is one thing the off-road package doesn't give you because it's already so high off the ground. There's no reason to bring it any higher. Will it clear rogue porcupines and lizards? Without missing a beat. <laughs> there you go. That's <laughs> that's that's all I care about. Yeah. Yeah. That's 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 the important stuff. I am excited to hear about towing the RV. This should be. Everybody who's heard about oh. this has all said the same thing. Uh, you ever you ever towed a big trailer? Nope. <laughs> Good luck. So <laughs> luckily, I only need to tow it 300 miles through three mountain passes to get it home. Uh, it'll be fine. You know what? It'll be fine. And uh, yeah, it'll be good. It'll be good. So yeah. Take, take your time. It'll take care of itself. <laughs> One way or the other, it'll go where it wants to go. <laughs> yeah, I, I was concerned. Did, did you learn anything else this week or was that what you learned? No, 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 no. I almost learned... I. There was a point where I was considering that I may need to use the four-wheel drive off-road capabilities of my brand new truck. Monday night at about 10 o'clock, we go outside, and to the west of us, there's, there's, this, there's this gully, and then there's a housing development, and then there's sort of, uh, there's, there's kind of cliffs. And there's, to the north of us, there are, um, there's a mountain and, and smaller mountains and some cliffs and whatnot. And all day Monday, uh, if you go out to the front and you look to the north, there is a massive, massive smoke cloud over the mountain. And there's a wildfire north, about 20 miles north of us, that is near a small town and that they're doing evacuations. They're flying in air tankers and helicopters and all sorts of stuff to try to try to contain this thing. So all day Monday, you just, well, not all day, but most of the day on Monday, you see this huge smoke cloud. So Monday night, about 10 o'clock, I go out and uh, the sun is kind of setting, but it's still kind of seeing, you can still see the big smoke cloud up there. And then due, due west of us, there's another large smoke cloud. And I think, wait a minute, Lisa came out and she goes, well, is that the other, is that the fire? And I'm like, that's a fire. She goes, oh, it's that other one. I'm like, that's 20 miles away in that direction. Oh. So Ooh. go out about a half an hour later as the sunset, and now you can see uh, basically it looks – you can see the smoke rising over the cliff, and it's all bright red, and you can start seeing some flames. And my thought is, how far is that cliff away? Because eh, if I had to guess, there's a housing development in between us. That's like a mile – mile and a half away from us. And that may be on fire. That's weird, huh? So kind of pay attention for the next hour. And it's there, but we figure, okay, that's fine. We'll go to bed. Get up on Tuesday, kind of go out there, and boy, the, the fire's really moving now. <laughs> Look at that. It's, uh, it's, 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 now, it's now moving somewhat to the north, and it seems to be getting closer to some houses over there. And oh boy, it's it is it now to the north of us? Is that is that starting to surround our neighborhood? Huh, that's weird. So at about two o'clock, I'm out looking at this, 
and a neighbor pulls up in their car saying, just want to let you know, uh, one of our neighbors said that they're going to be evacuating the neighborhood and uh, to, to get us out of here. And then she drove off. Uh, uh, walk back in the house. And we're we're looking at we're looking at Utah fire info. We're looking at at the Nevada fire info. We're looking at anything that we can look at. We're looking at, at, at uh, Twitter accounts. We're doing all this stuff. They're now evacuating some homes across the gully from us, a little ways away. But we can see the houses they're evacuating. So then it was, hey, you know what? We should probably I don't know. Maybe we should probably pack some stuff up. So we we spent forty we spent thirty minutes looking around the house, saying, "If we have to evacuate, what do we want to take with us?" Because while we had talked about that when we lived in Reno and had a wildfire general concept of what a wildfire escape plan had looked like, we had not developed one for the undisclosed location yet. So we spent thirty minutes going through the house, um, like, "Hey, do you know where the passports are? Do you know where the credit cards are?" Uh, hey, we should probably grab some dog food and uh, packing to uh, potentially evacuate if, one, it was a mandatory evacuation, or two, it got close enough that we wanted to beat the mandatory evacuation traffic out of the neighborhood. <laughs> so, was, hey, you're leaving at the eighth inning. Yeah, I'm fine. Don't worry about this. <laughs> so, um, you know what? If you want to have fun in, in a day... Um, Here's, here's, here's how you can play this game at home. Uh, just, just at any given point, say to your family, if we had to leave the house in 30 minutes, what would we take with us? Grab it and assemble it by the door. Go. That is a fun way to spend an afternoon. <sighs> so we were, uh, we were packed and uh, we hadn't put stuff in the car yet. That was the next, the next step was had it gotten any closer, uh, it stuff would have gone in the car and then we would have been uh, ready to go. Also, I had also done the, the issue of, you know, checking for gas and how much do we have in the car. And uh, we were assembling what the driving plan would look like. Cause we would take both of the cars and then where, where would we head? And uh, anyway, um, it's a good way to spend a day is uh, practicing your evacuation plan um, because uh, because you're concerned that you might need it very quickly. In the end, we didn't need to go. Um, about the time that we had gotten everything done. Oh, and by the way, the fun thing was, because we're both working from home, throughout the day, because the flames were getting closer, and by closer, so it turns out Monday night, where the fire started was probably, I thought it was a mile, mile and a half away. It was actually about three miles away from us. As the flames were getting closer, all of the uh, tanker aircraft and helicopters that were going to the fire 20 miles north of here were redirected. And throughout the morning, the planes, they were flying directly over our house fairly low because they needed to be low to drop stuff. It felt like O'Hare here. And uh, anyway... Uh, that was probably, that was one thing that I learned this week is, uh, what do you really need to take out of your house if you think that you need to leave and may not be able to come back? So, um, that was fun. How was your week? <laughs> Good news. I have a pickup truck though, so I can carry more stuff. <laughs> oh, I can start putting boxes in the bed. That's fine. Yep. Just load it up. 
You remember the the commercial about how much room the new Subaru has, oh, you know, and they're yeah, evacuating yeah. and they fill up the back of the, oh, wow. Well, there's yeah. a lot more room there than I thought there was. So they go back and they get more stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And we got more this time. This is you and Lisa. That was pretty much it. Truck holds a whole lot more than, well, and you had two cars that you can fill up. Yeah, exactly. Now, I mean, the dogs were going to take up some room, but other than that, yeah, we were, uh, it turns out actually, uh, based off of, of what we had discussed and what we needed to grab, uh, we probably, uh, we probably would not have filled up both of the cars. Uh, we actually went through, it's the, what do we really need and what will insurance replace? And, and uh, yeah, yeah. To, to be fair, the crates take up a lot more space than the dogs actually do. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Although they fold down, so they could, yeah. But uh, yeah. Uh, anyway, that was uh, yeah. So you got to see some pictures on uh, on uh, on Facebook of that. So yeah, that was uh, that was a good time. Yeah. And uh, you know, just uh, the the whole. You know, you should probably have plans for emergencies. It's like yeah, yeah, we'll get around to that right until the point where you go. So how close do you think that fire is to our house? <laughs> uh. No, we didn't have anything near that exciting happen around here. So what did you learn this week? Well, I learned I learned the value of convenience over quality. We started we started taking Eddie our our golden doodle to a different groomer. The groomer that he'd been going to as long as we'd had him. We've had him for 9 years, right? And as long as we've had him He's been going to this same groomer, right? We have followed her from shop to shop until she finally opened her own shop several years ago. And Jen has taken care of Eddie his in basically his entire life, right? Um, but we're now down in Norwalk and she's still all the and she's all the way up uh on the north side of Des Moines. And it's a it's a solid 20, 25 minutes to get up one way to take Eddie up, right? We decided that it, we would explore, entertain a, a local groomer. Yeah, makes sense. Because, I mean, it's going to be a couple more years before he can drive himself. So, yeah. Well, and, I mean, in, in dog years now, he's starting to get to the point where you have to take the license away from him. Good point. Good right. point. <laughs> so we did, so for, for two times in a row, we used a local shop. And uneven... Uh, in terms of the experience as well as the haircut that the dog got. <laughs> I think uneven is a good way to describe it. <laughs> How's that? One time when I walked in to drop Eddie off, one of the other dogs that was there at the same time was just, you know, doing his business on the floor in the middle of the shop. But they're about two minutes away from the house. <laughs> As opposed to 25 minutes away from the house. So uh, today, Eddie went back to the back to Jen. Uh, shout out to uh, Canine in Des Moines. Jen does a fantastic job taking care of Eddie and absolutely worth the hour that I basically spend in the car to drive him up and have him have him groomed and taken care of because he looks fantastic. I'll post a I'll post a picture of him but um definitely convenience had won out over quality during the pandemic because i didn't really want to go anywhere but yeah eddie eddie's back to jen that's 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 what i learned this week and i, I guess as a corollary 
quality grooming has its price. <laughs> I was going to say, if what you learned was convenience over quality, if that was what you learned, my thought was, yeah, McDonald's learned that a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I will take I will take quality. It, particularly in this instance, I will take quality over convenience. But it's the same reason um, I, I the beer that I drink, I drink uh, for quality, not for quantity. <laughs> How's that? There you go. So, uh, so, yes. so Eddie's Eddie's looking good though. Now is what you're saying. Eddie's Eddie's looking sharp. Yes. I, I'm yes. just I'm just thinking if you're if you're in the grooming business, pet grooming, human bi- grooming, what any grooming business, if if we're the people used to describe your business, your outcome, whatever is uneven, uh, <laughs> that's that's not uh, uneven, but they're close. Yeah, we'll go with that. Sure. So I, I will just let you know, though, because um, I, I didn't know this was a thing, uh, but here's something for you to look forward to eventually. Our, our oldest dog turns 16 years old uh, next week, and uh, her last trip to the groomer was her last trip to the groomer. <laughs> she's, she's not allowed to come back anymore. Oh, really? Yeah, they they generally don't take elderly dogs anyway, but she hadn't had a bad mark on her on her record. She does now. So, um good news, she doesn't she doesn't want to go to the groomer and the groomer doesn't want her back. So, everybody wins. <laughs> oh. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Luckily, she's a white dog that sheds a lot. So, this is working out well. If this whole RV thing and camping doesn't work out for you, you could start a mobile dog grooming service out of it. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, that would not be good. Although, I mean, I got a truck. I could I not, I not put a sign on the side of the truck. <laughs> <laughs> Our music is Happy Boy by Kevin McLeod. It's available on Incompetech.com under a Creative Commons attribution license. You can find Talking to Todd on Overcast or Apple Podcast or Spotify or pretty much any place else you get your podcasts. Just search Talking in the number two. No space. If you're still listening on Podbean, we want to know why. You can send that feedback to... We only signed a year contract, right? (laughs) I wonder if they listen to us. Boy, I hope not. Are you kidding? Well, I can tell you they're not listening to it on their own app. (laughs) You can like our page on Facebook. Please like our page on Facebook. Uh, We need to get a few more likes there so that Facebook doesn't take it away from us. We have merch on... Oh, that was the other thing that I learned this week. One of our listeners ordered <laughs> one of our listeners uh, ordered a shirt off of Zazzle. Uh, the one that says talking to Todd and then just the bar, it just, there's just a, a line underneath and then Fridays, right? It just says talking to Todd Fridays, right? And that's it. Yeah. yeah. Nothing on the back. Yeah. Really simple. Right. Yeah. 
originally designed as a men's shirt. The listener, female, she ordered it as a women's tank top, which has a different cut to it, clearly, than a plain t-shirt, which also has a different print area available. So when the shirt arrived in the mail, all it had was the bar across the middle. Did you even say Fridays? Nope. <laughs> oh, I know, right? I couldn't believe it. I'm like, well, where's all the... Well, well that didn't make any sense. <laughs> oh. 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 <laughs> Good work, Zazzle. <laughs> so she emailed Zazzle and yeah. said, hey, what's up with this? And took a picture of the shirt as it arrived. Yeah, yeah. And grabbed a screenshot of what it was supposed to look like uh-huh. and sent it off to them. And about 15 minutes later, she got a response. Oh, yeah, that wasn't right. <laughs> you know what? You can just keep that shirt we're going to refund your account. Go ahead and order another one, and we'll make sure that the next one's right. <laughs> I'm just thinking, there's somebody at Zazzle HQ who's actually printing these things. So somebody picks, prints it, holds it up to package it, and goes, I don't know why they had that printed. Ship it. <laughs> Is that on there? Just a bar. Yep. What's that? Given that the the bar for this podcast is so low, <laughs> maybe maybe it's just a commentary right there. That's 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 way out there. I mean, I know I know that Gary Larson is back drawing some stuff, but that's 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 not even quite. That's, that's I don't get it. I don't I don't understand. That doesn't make any sense. I don't understand why would they do that. Oh look, hey, Amy's got the talking to Todd shirt on. She must be hitting the bar. So if you want to get that high quality merchandise, go go to Zazzle. Go to Zazzle. There's a link on our homepage at talkingtotod.com. Just click on the merch link. Oh my god! Uh, you can always tweet at us if Twitter's working this week. You can tweet at us at Talking to Todd. Thank you to our listeners. Thanks for listening as always. Uh, thanks for providing feedback. Uh, it's always the highlight of our week to get feedback. Todd, you got anything else? Yeah, take take a look at the uh, picture I just sent you from uh, from the fire. Holy! That's a great shot. <laughs> I mean, that's an amazing photograph. That's far too close. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they managed to get the house, the flames, and the airplane all in one shot. How cool. That's some that's some quality work. That's that's impressive and more than a little scary. Hey, how do you know what our Chamber of Commerce slogan is? <laughs> <laughs>